All right, hold on. All right, we're starting. Boom. Uh, here with Tyler on this wonderful eve of Christmas. The stockings are hung. The families are all together. There's love and joy in the air. We don't give a fuck about that because we're talking about Star Wars, baby! We're two days away from seeing the rise of Skywalker. Dude, that song was fire. Oh my god, dude. It's a it's like an HD remaster of Last Christmas in 4K, the whole music video. Pretty wild. Uh, but yeah, no, dude. We're doing this. I saw Empire Strikes Back in 4K the other day. <gasps> That's kind of a perfect segue, yeah. to, because I watched all of them in 4K on Disney+. Plus. Uh, but then I also really... watched the original cuts. Oh, did you? How'd you get a hold of those? By shooting Mickey Mouse in the head? No, uh, my dad uh, illegally downloaded them years ago. Oh. But they're, like, really cool. They're Blu-rays, then, not 4K? No, they're not 4K. Okay, well, then they're not worth it. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Well, Tyler, we're doing this kind of late, because... Well, we're, we're a little bit off schedule, but that's okay. That's okay. That's we, okay. We, we, we only got two more after this. So what, we're doing spin-offs? We're doing spin-offs, and, and then, then we got the and sequel. And then Rise comes yeah. out, the whole trilogy. Yeah. All right, well, Tyler, how do we start this thing? It's kind of <gasps> like talking about, like, the greatest <clears throat> franchise ever. Like, it started with this, and it's weird to just, like, what can we say about the original trilogy that hasn't already been said? Um, well, I think there's honestly more that's been said about... The prequel trilogy that's and true. the sequel trilogy. That's I think true. people have said every opinion known to man possible about the prequel trilogy. I think there are a few things that can be said about the original trilogy. And you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull the the, the Mad Hatter card out of my hat. What? That's not and a thing. Th- that's not a thing. <laughs> that's not no. a thing. It's like a hot take. Is that what you're trying to say? I'm gonna I'm gonna play as a devil's advocate. Sure. Where I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say shit about these movies. That's, wow, that's not, that's that's like. Can I ask you something though? Yeah, sure. Do you like the Last Jedi more than any of the original trilogy? More than Return of the Jedi, by far. Well, sure, yeah. but more than Empire New Hope. No. Okay. I mean, if you if you did, it's okay. I just. No, know. no. I'd, you'd be wrong, but you know. No, you're wrong. Okay. No, I, no, I, I, I like Last Jedi more than Return of the Jedi, but. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, dude. Oh, so. wow. Is that our prereq? All right. That, that's it. We're going on the sequel trilogy. Let's go. Yeah. It's <laughs> amazing. Okay. The, um, yeah. So how, how about... So do we explain the... We, we explain the plots of these movies because these are much simpler. Oh, yeah. I can do that. I can, know, do, the, I can do Star Wars. You can do all three of them in like a paragraph. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even Trilogy is probably the most complicated, but it's still easy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I mean, uh, Star Wars. We'll start with Star Wars. A New Hope. A New Hope. You can yeah. do A New Hope. Okay. A New Hope. Um. Basically, there's a galactic civil war uh, between the Empire and the Rebellion, and uh, in the midst of this battle, um, a group of droids is sent to a planet called Tatooine in order to contact Obi-Wan Kenobi. On the way, they get captured uh, by uh, Jawas, these little creatures, and they sell, uh, are sold to, uh, Bi- oh, am I boring you? No. Oh. To oh. Owen Lars, uh, and uh, who is the uncle of Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker is our protagonist. He wants to uh, see the galaxy and, like, be a pilot like his father. You know, he never met his father because we will find out who his father is later. It's, it's Anakin Skywalker and his dad. Um, I don't know if they picked that up, but I said his, his Isn't dad. that my favorite character from the prequels? Yes, it is. It's all it's all connected. It's all one big saga. So, um, on the on this, but he gets, um, he meets Obi-Wan Kenobi and they take him on this journey after his family's life is destroyed by the Empire 
to go and he finds Han Solo and they go to rescue the princess. And it's a very, what I love about Star Wars and why I think Star Wars is so iconic and why it can never be this good again. I'm not even, I don't should say good, never be this culturally relevant. Yeah. Is because it is so simple. It's a fairy tale. It's a one story of a fairy tale. It's sort of like the whole fear of a mythology is... Uh, am I close enough? Yeah. I mean, yeah, you should be right now. All right. Uh, the whole fear of, the, like, fucking up the mythology isn't there yet because it's meant to just be this sort of fairy tale. And um, it's just... It's great. And it came out at a time when we had, you know, Nixon was just... The whole Watergate scandal happened just a couple years prior. And... We had uh, movies like French Connection win Oscars, and movies like Taxi Driver, and Network, and these kind of hard-hitting real movies. So when Star Wars the with hit the hit the scene with kind of a classic adventure story, it just changed everything. But with new special effects that were incredible. Um, but it's a, it's a masterpiece. What can I say? What about you, Tyler? What what, what, are, what are your initial thoughts on Star Wars the original, or New Hope? Okay. Um... Well, let's let's begin by saying that if I saw this movie when it came out and I was an adult, I probably would think it's the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> I, and I'm not saying that means that it is dumb. I'm not saying that at all. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that if I was an adult and I lived in 1977 and I was like just probably as snorting like, cocaine and you know, if I was just as like into yeah. like film, you know, I was watching, the, I was in the movie scene, watching Scorsese uh, and, movies, and and and, and my uh, my my kid girlfriend friend whatever either any of them it's like oh let's go see star wars i'd probably be like oh god that what that fucking i heard it was great i'm like oh that fucking thing that's gonna be great i probably see it and i probably see the scene where they say that's no moon that's a space station i'd probably be like rolling my fucking eyes to the back of my head (laughs) and probably be droning through the whole thing seeing like a big furry monster running around with a with a with a with a smuggler who who actually Hansel is pretty cool. He's probably he's probably the one character I would I would actually side with for the yeah. longer time. But um Yeah, no, I mean it's it's so weird that it works. It's actually and I was thinking about this the other day when I watched it, it's it's probably the weirdest thing that's ever become mainstream. Like ever. Like as mainstream as it is. Mm. Like it's it's so it's so weird, and for how mainstream it is, it doesn't even feel like it should be like mainstream for like yeah what it was. Well, now now it, it do, now it does. I mean, now it feels like now it every does, story. But yeah. but yeah, you look at the movies at the time. It's like wild to me what this movie did. Yeah, it's like and how popular it is too. Yeah. It's like oh my gosh, like I because there was sci-fi was pretty much dead at this point. I mean, any sci-fi there was was very like dystopian and dark and or aimed for kids or something like Star Trek, which had kind of faded out. At that point, until Star Wars came back, booted that. But that, so yeah, it's it's it's, it's interesting. Um, I could start off with uh, we. I know we. I mean, it it is pretty much a masterpiece almost everywhere. I have uh, not gripes with it, mm-hmm. but I have things I've always disliked about Star Wars. That that even goes all the way back to the original. Okay. Very very weirdly, um, I've always hated C three PO. Really? I, I think C-3PO is an abysmal character. Wow. <laughs> I've always hated him. He just comes off as annoying. And, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. C-3PO, I don't, I don't ever count him as a con in any film, though, because I think he's just supposed to be annoying. Like, he's just supposed to be, like, sure. the character who just says shit when, like, nobody gives a fuck to hear anything. Yeah. Like, you just want, like, this, like, nice, like, 
I, I almost describe it as like you have like the scene from uh from I know this isn't a new hope, but you have like a scene from like Force Awakens, uh where where Princess Leia and Han first see each other. And you walk and then in the C three PO just walks right into the frame and it's just like oh like you're supposed to have like this pretty like emotionally like kind of heavy scene and C three PO just ruins it and that's kind of just who his character is. He just ruins everything because he's like a dick. Yeah. He's an annoying asshole. And uh, that's kind of how he is in A New Hope, too. He's, he's an annoying asshole who just runs around and just bumbles and acts like a fucking idiot. But see, I like... He's our comedic relief, though. Like, and I like, don't find him funny, though. Oh, I find him funny. I find him to be... You don't think when the trash compactor is crushing them and he goes, Oh, they're dying. Or they make you laugh. It makes you laugh. I think Han Solo's funny. Han Solo's funny. I think it's Han Solo. Can we say, funny. though, that the humor in this works so much better than the prequels? Like It works better than both the sequels and the and prequels. prequels. The, yeah. humor, like, the humor in this feels so Prequels natural. is like, don't even... It, it, they're, it's not, never funny. Yeah. The sequels, it's like, too casual, in my oh, opinion. Yeah. They feel too, like, almost Judd Apatow comedies. Yeah. And then, but this one, it's like, they, it feels really natural and it comes from the characters and it never, like, it always comes at the right moments. It I think comes from their chemistry, too. I think... C-3PO works because he's sort of a, a breath, like a, you can take a sigh of relief when he's on camera, because he's sort of the narrator, or the, not even the narrator, but he's kind of the, the overseeing person, so he knows everything that's happening. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I, I like that element of it. But. I love how the movie starts off with the Darth Vader sequence. I've always found that just to be, it's like, it's one of the most perfect openings in like any blockbuster. It is, it is. It's, it's the fact that it starts off with Leia and Darth Vader, and that's like... Who they're, who they're going after is Leia. They're going to go kidnap her or whatever. Um, and Darth Vader shows up and he just walks out and he doesn't even have to do jack shit. Everybody's already fucking dead. Yeah. And it's like, this is a great opening just for a villain in general. Mm. I will say also, though, that one thing I've always... And I think it's just when I look at the trilogy as a whole, I feel like Vader is very... Uh, outside of the opening scene, he's very underwhelming in this in particular. Well, he's film. like a, he's like a lackey. He's like yeah, that's what I've always seen him as in yeah. this movie, and I feel like that it's like they don't really. I'm not saying they really should have, but it, it always feels like that's like it kind of actually does remind me of the way Force Awakens is with Kylo Ren, and then you take something like The Last Jedi because The Last Jedi solidifies what his character is mm-hmm. and who he is in this story. Yeah. And Force Awakens just kind of introduces this character who's like, you know, emotionally discharged. He's just kind of, he's like kind of static in terms of like what he's doing. Yeah. Darth Vader's very static in terms of what he's doing in A New Hope. He's just kind of like a guy who's like, oh, he used to work with the Force and, you know. It's almost interesting. He almost, whenever I watch A New Hope, I think people are always struck by this when I show it to them, is that Vader almost feels like um, he's the muscle to yeah. Tarkin. Which I was uh, to pure crushing, which I always thought was interesting because it, it is weird, and that's something I don't think they touch on enough. And I think like Rogue One could have done a really good job of explaining that, like why is Tarkin more so powerful? Yeah, so up the ladder, especially you know, to, especially considering the Emperor's apprentice. Right, because by the time he gets Vader. Empire, Vader is like pure the he is the guy. You know, he yeah. is uh, it's Emperor and then Vader. I think that's almost just due to the fact that he was the face of the franchise after that, pretty much. Oh yeah, like, he was he was the, the helmet and everything, yeah. and they're just like oh. He's got to be the face. And Grand yeah. Marv Tarkin's dead. So it's like, oh, okay, now yeah, we're going to make him the... Yeah. He's the main head honcho. I mean, Vader was always the head main bag. I mean, because he was always, like, the cut, the poster and everything. And But it was... There is, it is interesting that... It, to me, it always you, it always goes, like, Emperor, Vader, everyone else. But in this one, it's, like, Emperor, Tarkin, Vader. 
Everyone yeah, and even then, they never even do they even bring up the emperor in a new hope. A couple times, yeah. They bring him up. Okay, yeah, okay. Say, I always forget emperor. that. Yeah, yeah. I always forget that. Yeah, the Vader is definitely uh, he's dived into, but it's just it's so weird how like to see him be like such a one dimensional character almost in this movie, and then have him just be totally dived into mm-hmm. in the next movie, and then even more so in Return of the Jedi yeah. as well. Yeah, because that's like the only thing I like about Return of the Jedi. But whatever, we get into that later. Okay. But uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I think A New Hope, though, for what it is, even if even if I do have some little minor things, especially looking at the trilogy as a whole, um, I think for what it is and for what it was, especially when it came out, it's basically a perfect movie. Yeah. So. I mean, I, I think there's something I love too about how small it is, like. It's so quaint now, like, compared to the entire saga it's become. It's, like, it, it always feels like, I kind of, like, I, I, it's almost, like, really kind of nice whenever it's on. Because it's just so, like... Oh, it's the nicest of all of them. There's no, there's no worry about the bigger story. There's no worry about the trilogy, really. I mean, because they didn't know if this one was even going to work. There's this feeling of the whole movie that it, it just it's very much, like... A bunch of... it's a, it's a, It feels very... I love 70s cinema is my favorite time period of film yeah it's fantastic it's amazing and and i think it it for all of its crazy sci-fi stuff there's still those elements of 70s cinema that i love there's there's these um you know vader is his mask in this movie you can see the 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 thumbprints and like you can see oh, it's yeah. messy it's like it's, it's clearly made sculpted and it's clearly made by someone off camera and, I, and that's not even a bad thing it's not even like a i just love that i love that it feels that way i love that the stormtroopers don't Look, their masks don't look symmetrical. Like, everything seems like it's just getting started. Um, and I love that, because Star Wars now is everything is... It, it, people handle it with almost too much care, because it's like, we can't... Uh, we can't mess up anything. Yeah, we can't... Yeah. Oh, and every prop has to be exactly how it is, and I love that, but it's like... I love that there was a period of time when there were just a bunch of people who had no idea if this movie was going to work, yeah. and they just go, fuck it, we'll just throw this shit together. Not not even knowing that what they were making was going to be iconic. Yeah, I do like how in... Um, I will say, also extending off on that, I do like how in something like Rogue One... Uh, his costume does look kind of yeah. like how it does in Sun New Hope. Yeah. It kind of looks a little bit like messy. It almost looks the a little whole, crooked. And the whole like, um, that. like purple tint in the eyes. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I like how they were able to kind of match that. But that even goes along with the idea that like they're trying so hard just to match what, right. what a New Hope. But what, did. what made New Hope so great is it wasn't trying. It wasn't trying to do it. In fact, in fact, it, there's a the fact that the people behind the scenes were kind of like fuck it. Like, I don't care. Like, mm-hmm. this is just some stupid space movie I'm doing, and I'll, this is just a job. Yeah. Like, the fact, except George Lucas, who's the only person who cared. The fact that, that that mentality carries through is what I love about it. That and that, I think that a lot of the actors and actresses probably also thought that. And the fact that they probably also thought that means that they probably got along a lot better. Yeah. Set because they probably all get to joke around. Yeah. And the fact that they got to do that shows off in their chemistry to each right, other. Right, Because they all get along really well. Yeah. Like, their chemistry, like, is so shining in this movie. And yeah. I think that, uh, it, it... I think that's the... I think it, the, the chemistry of the three, at least. Yeah, it's so. like the vocal point of the entire yeah. movie to me. Like, and I think it's it's funny. I think every series, every trilogy since then has been trying to capture that. And oh, yeah. better, worse success. But I think it's... They've been trying to... And I don't think ever, anyone's ever really got to that. There's a reason we love Han, Lu- Leia, and Luke. Because... They're so, um, they're so, first of all, I'm not going to go into Force Awakens too much, but I feel like it's worth mentioning because Force Awakens is, like, described as, like, the re- the ripoff, the remake. Yeah. I wouldn't go that far. I think it has enough new things to make it unique. But one of the things I think it doesn't do as well as A New Hope is I don't think, because the movie is such a mystery, everything's such a mystery, it's surrounded in a mystery, that we don't even get a full idea of who these characters are. 
mm-hmm. in the movies. With The New Hope, you immediately get who these characters are, what they're doing, what their motivations are, or what their lack of motivations is. I mean, Hansel has no motivation. Hansel doesn't, just wants money. Yeah. And then eventually, lots of motivation. But he eventually wants, he eventually get, has an arc, which makes Solo so stupid. But... Because um, Solo has the exact same. Solo is literally right? like yeah. it's like he. Oh, I will get into Solo later, but yeah. it really bugs me. Um, but Luke, sort of, you know exactly what he wants. You know he's a kid who wants more. You know he's a kid who's stuck. You know he's a kid who doesn't who wants to move on. You know he's a kid who wants who has a family history that he's not aware of yet. And it, you find out all this stuff in the first like thirty minutes of the movie. Yeah, and it's great. And it's like I love that there are some things that are mysterious in the later movies, i.e., Force Awakens, but what makes these characters so wonderful is that there is no guessing. You are fully on board because the script and the editing and the, the, the way the movie is made is so perfect. Um, it's, it's strange to me that George Lucas, who really has only made two good films, genuinely directed two yeah. good films, American Graffiti and this, um, and has usually his issue is that he has a very cold, doesn't get into his characters, doesn't ha- have an understanding. That his two best movies are the only times where he ever seemed like he really understood character, how to define character. And I think A New Hope is like, just the best, well, that's what makes A New Hope. I can understand why people say it's the best Star Wars movie. I always say it's the second besides Empire. But I, I think that the whole making these characters immediately iconic is, is like the one of the things that makes New Hope so great. Yeah, they uh, their designs iconic. Everything about their chemistry is just like it, the chemistry literally bleeds to the screen about them. I mean, even in the behind the scenes, whenever you see them like you know playing around or like chilling I mean, together. I mean, yeah, I mean they were fucking. So I mean, yeah, they're all fucking. They're all getting high together too, and it's like I mean, yeah, they're all going to be <laughs> getting along. Kirby's I know they all kind of had like a. They all kind of had an agreement about how much they hated all of George Lucas's dialogue. Yeah. So that that I feel like that almost helped out because they know what they're saying is like silly yeah. and they're just having kind of like a fun time with well, it. Cosmonaut, uh, we're talking about this, but Cosmonaut Variety Hours video they just posted talked about how yeah. like the dialogue in the prequels is bad, and we're not just saying that just to say that like you could ask any actor and they said the weakest part of you know and like they even had the only with Alec Guinness. Where he's like, I got the dialogue. The dialogue was a little ropey, and then they talk to how those terrible lines that, mm-hmm. you know, Hamill and Ford and Leia, fair share to say. It's like, but that's what makes it so great is that they're able to. First of all, the editing is amazing. I think Star Wars is a movie that's also made by the editing. Yeah. Because if you ever see the original cut of Star Wars, if you it, see the deleted scenes. Too, it's, it's like rough. It is yeah. rough, and Lucas has no idea what he's doing. Really, he just kind of puts the camera there and goes action, and then it's like what? It's really awkward. Yeah. But Paul Hirsch, who edited movies like Psycho and a lot of great American films, he was able to really get it to like yeah. wa- trim out all the fat. Yeah. Keep it very consistent. So very great, fun. and like that's what makes it like. Yeah, because like um, the the dialogue that's really bad is the stuff that's cut out. You know, there's still some groaners, but they're but they're delivered in such a a great way and delivered yeah. such, and some, not delivered cold like, yeah exactly like and the George fact that like would. and the fact that like some people like Carrie Fisher and Harrison Ford kind of had this laughing eye roll uh, response to the dialogue actually makes their characters better because they're yeah. meant to be sort of sarcastic especially Han but they're so meant to be sarcastic that that the, I think I think that's another thing too is these new cast these new young actors they get who are amazing in the new movies they're always like they know this is a big time for them because they're in a big franchise and they want to shine. They want to shine. Oh, absolutely! But they don't. They're just like this is a job. This is a first step to my career. Not knowing that this would be 
yeah. that would shoot them into the stratosphere. I, I also think about how, like, you just, you th- I think about certain lines. I think about if that was delivered cold, like, that would just sound like a bad line. Yeah. Like, there are lines, I, was the just, I thought about one in my head that was uh, that was Han Solo's line to Luke, where, where he's talking about, oh, well, well uh, the, pr- the princess, they're going to kill her. And he's like, better her than me. And yeah. I'm like, if he said that, just like, Better her than me. Yeah. It's like, oh god. Yeah. Like really? Like is that like are it's you really way, trying to go yeah. for it? It's all about the delivery and it's all about just like how they're having fun with it. Yeah. Whereas if if uh if this was all just the way George wanted it to go, it would probably be some like weird fucking monotone mm-hmm. like attitude towards everything. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know if C three PO and R two D two would have emotion. <laughs> And that's what's hilarious, because even those two characters that are both droids and one of them can't even talk, you get you get what they're coming from. Yeah. You get where they're coming from, you know what they're doing, and that's what's so cool about it to me, is that everybody has a clear motive, everyone, you understand their story in a way, you understand as far as you need to get into their story, like we don't need to know a lot of backstory to Han Solo, mm-hmm. you just kind of get where you need to be with their story, and you understand where they're going with this movie, Yeah, and it just all... It just all flows. Yeah, you're right, and I, I think I think the the lack of backstory is really good too. You're right. Like I think we're at a time where I mean we're right on the eve of Rise of Skywalker, and everyone wants to know everything. Everyone wants to know why is this character doing this? Why is this? And depending on how the movie answers that, we'll see. But it's kind of like it's okay for not everything to be answered. You know, it's okay for everything to 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 be implied. You know, it's it's you know what is we don't need to know what the castle run looks like when Han tells us. You know, we we get I don't it. give a shit who Snoke is. I don't give yeah. Exactly, <laughs> um, but you know, it's like it's just like that. It's it's interesting. I mean, um, yeah. I mean, I just I, I I love this movie, and I also think I have a theory that people who complain about Star Wars online and the people who have like Star Wars channels and stuff don't probably rarely watch the original Star Wars. Oh yeah, rarely. No, they, yeah. I don't. Think I think I think they either. I think they skip it because they're like, oh, it's good. It's the original Star Wars, and they like, whatever, and then they complain about Last Jedi. Wow, yeah. that movie is in- integral to what. I think it has the the component, even though it's older and it might not be as flashy as you like it to be, yeah. not be as flashy as the fucking Mustafar fight in Revenge of the Sith. It's it has it has the the weight that um, I think Abrams and especially Johnson are really trying to bring to the new trilogy. Can we just talk about that reimagined scene for A New Hope? Oh my god! Because I, that made me think of that. Yeah, there's a reimagined version of this where it's like a they redo the whole fight scene between Obi Wan and Vader, and it's like. They wanted to make it more flashy and fit more with the prequels, and it is the cringiest fucking thing I have ever seen, and I hate every minute of it. Um, and but there are people online who are like, "This makes it so much better," and it's like that. I saw comments that were like, "I'm gonna burn this into my disc." Oh my god, it's ridiculous! Like, and I'm like, bro, like, do people really like this? That well, the thing much? about it is that it's so sad because Star Wars fans feel the need that everything needs to be explained. So even the things that are products of their time or products of a low budget or products of the fact that I don't know our main lead fighter in that scene is is a 60 year old 60 some odd year old man yeah they feel the need to be like well why is he slow Obi-Wan and Anakin are so fast in the prequels and they're jumping around well maybe this is all Lucas's plan maybe it's because they're both you know blah, 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 like or like or like oh and then Lucas will be like no it's because they were old, and we didn't have like a stunt coordinator. Yeah, to make it f- like it's we just, didn't have animation. Yeah, stunt we have an- Yeah, like we don't. Like- that's just how it was. The time that's not meant to be like some reason behind it. 
And, you know, and, and uh, so then they go back and, like, add these stupid things, like, ooh, wouldn't the fight be cooler? It's like, no, it makes it so unrealistic. It makes it, I like that fight. It makes it unrealistic. It makes it feel like there's not a lot, as much, like, weight to it. Right. Because they're just literally just going at it. Yeah. And, and, and you have, like, repeat dialogue from, like, the prequels. And it's so, it, it speaks, it speaks light years to me how, how, um how this fan base reacts to things when all of them love that so much. Yes, I agree. I'm like, it, it just shows me, like, what what you want from a Star Wars movie is obviously not what I want. No, one. yeah. Because, I mean, I, everyone talks about, like, that's the worst lightsaber duel, but I first of all think ranking lightsaber duels is stupid, given the fact that some were made at the height of technology, others were made in the 70s. And two, I think it's a great lightsaber duel because it's, it's first of all, the rules haven't been established, and it's also like it's just it's very classy. It's very it makes it that fight to me is more Obi Wan than any fight in the prequels because it's very restrained and very dignified and very Jedi like in the sense that he's very it's like fencing you know it's not meant to be. Yeah. Really. I also think that with the lightsaber duels like if we're, if we're talking about lightsaber duels I don't actually believe in necessarily like ranking them. I really just believe in two categories. You just have the original trilogy ones and then the prequel ones yeah. and the prequel ones are just worse than that. Right. Because there's no prequel one to me, that holds even an emotional no. candle to any of the ones in the original trilogy. Because even, like... Even, like, ones like Revenge of the Sith, where yeah. it goes on forever, and it tries to dive into, like, all this, like, dancing choreography with each other Well, it's other like, that should stuff. be an emotional fight, and it's not, because it's... I mean, it's literally, that's the fight that leads to Anakin and Darth Vader. It's like, that should be an emotional fight. Yeah. It's not. It becomes crazy. And don't go on, I enjoy watching it. It's exciting, but it's, it's like... It's, like, it's just... It's just stuff. It could have just been like, oh, they fought on the pan, or they fought on the big platform, and then they ended up on the side of a volcano. Yeah, they didn't That's need it. Yeah. It's like you didn't need this huge elongated fight that goes on forever, and and nobody even needs any sort of. There's not even a conversation behind other lightsaber fights. Like everybody, people who defend the lightsaber fights, like the Attack of the Clones one, yeah. I just don't even understand where people are coming from with that. Yeah. People who defend ones, like I get why people defend the Darth Maul one, but at the same exact time. There's like three other things going on. It's not. It's mm -hmm. not even fun to watch because you have to go always back and forth. To all these things that are a hundred times more boring right. than the Darth Maul fight. Right. And even then, the Darth Maul fight doesn't have any emotion to it. No. There's no. There's no emotional stakes. It's not like if something like oh what what happens? What's gonna happen to Darth Maul? Right. It's like no. Nobody. Nobody gives a shit what's gonna happen to Darth and Maul. That fight, and that fight. And, and the fight that ensues in the, in the New Hope is really important to the plot because it's like the main. It, it leads to Obi Wan dying, which is like a very big moment for the story. Like, yeah, it's not just meant to be. You know. It's the mentor dying. It's also been built up throughout the entire movie with him, like all the way, all, even all the way back to the point where he's like, "I have never felt this presence since." Yeah, and then he fucking storms off, and everybody's like, "He's having PTSD about Revenge of the Sith." Yeah, it's like, <laughs> and it's yeah. like, yeah, you really think they had that plan? That's always the big thing too. Is everybody's always like. George Lucas, he, he he knew it all. It's all been planned since day one. It's I mean, he knew that he would tell the story of young Anakin, but that doesn't mean he, like, like every, yeah, every And even then, I don't think he even knew that until after A New Hope came out. Yeah, I agree. And he, after, after how successful it was, and I he was agree. like, oh shit, I should have added in a reference to Padme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. <laughs> oh my god. Well, let me, um, I want to wrap up New Hope, but I want to do it with, um, I was thinking about this, so play along if you would like. Okay. Okay, so we know that there have been multiple special editions of the Star Wars yeah. trilogy. I won't get into that. But I would like to pick your favorite thing about the special edition changes and your least favorite thing. So Ooh. I want to do your best favorite thing about the changes in A New Hope 
or your least favorite thing, and then I'll do the same. Do effects count? Sure, effects count. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody okay, counts. well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna make it that effects don't count because I feel like it's kind of a cop out. Okay. Because I could easily say that I, I was about to say I'm gonna be like, well, the effects changing is sure whatever. Like, yeah, it's, it's okay. just effects. But um, my least favorite is by far the job of the hut scene. Okay. Oh, it, that's good by one. far. I I I hate that yeah. scene. I think that's like. I think it kills the pacing. It's a repeat of everything we already heard. Yeah, yeah. it's everything. It's a repeat, and it just—I get why people don't like like the Han shot first thing. But that stuff, it never feels noticeable. That's almost become a running gag at this point too. Yeah, whatever. It never feels like noticeable to me too. Like if I'm watching it, there's never a point when I'm watching it and I'm like, I saw that and I was like. Huh? Like especially like first time watch. Well, well, yeah. As a Star Wars fan, it bugs me. But I'm saying like a first time somebody watching it, it doesn't like it doesn't necessarily get them. I still think the point is conveyed. It's just stupid. Yeah, the change. But the whole but the job of the hunt scene is so obvious. It's like it's like you're sitting there like. Well, for one thing, this was obviously added in because it's CGI. Well, I love too that originally they cast Job as a man before they made him a slug. Oh yeah, Return of the Jedi. But they still kept in the line Han going, Jabba, you're a wonderful human being, and it's like. Only one reason you kept that in is because you think it's funny. Because he calls Jabba a human being. And it's like, it's not funny. That's fucking stupid. Like, it's yeah. so dumb. And then they digitally add Boba Fett. Ugh. Did they? Yeah. When he oh, walks by the camera, that. he, like, looks after and Jabba slithers away. Oh, isn't he, like, next to Millennium Falcon or something? Yeah, and then he walks literally right by camera and goes, like, moves his head. It's so stupid. Yeah, that's really dumb. Yeah. Um, the th- my favorite thing that was added... I actually did ask something. I'm trying to remember. Um, even though that movie's, like, butchered. Um, can't say the effects. I know I can't say the effects. I'm trying to think of what it was. Um, uh, the McClunky. I'm just kidding. Oh, my God. That. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd have to, I had to think about it for, for a solid minute. So you can say what your worst right. thing is. My worst thing is Jabba's pretty close. Uh, there's a lot. I mean, and New Hope to me is the one that got butchered the most. Oh, yeah. Which sucks because it's the original and they really just completely changed a lot. Uh, but to me, the worst thing is the entire Moss Eisley um, driving through. Oh, yeah. Especially the thing walking in front of the camera. Walking in front of the camera. There's a Jawa that falls off the thing and, like, is. And then there's, like, a speeder bike. Like, it's, it's so stupid. It, like, it's, it's, it's like. How do we show a busy marketplace? Let's just show these shenanigans that are happening in the back. It's like, not in the background. The camera just takes away from Luke Skywalker to show this stupid stuff. It's literally like, it, that's like a parody of like, of the special edition stuff at its worst. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like so bad. That's that's my least favorite. Have you thought about your favorite? My favorite? Ooh, I was, uh, I was picking on the, um... I was picking on the, the the rock being added to RTD too. Oh, that's so dumb. <laughs> because it's just it's it's so it makes pointless. no sense now. He now how do you get into that? Yeah, yeah. Crowd? The, the um, the, the scream change is so annoying with Obi Wan. That one's annoying. Yeah. Uh, they're all annoying. I know. Uh, I gotta pay. There's got there's there's gotta be one I'm okay with. There's gotta be one. There's no way that I know. There's they're they're, they're really bad. This is they, really bad. There's the no only way. ones I think are okay are actually in Return of the Jedi, but we'll get to that later. Um, I think all of them are pretty terrible. Yeah, is there a single one that like I actually like? Or like am I cool with? Um, <laughs> Can I say one? Yeah, sure. I don't hate it. You okay. might disagree, but I've always thought it was okay. 
And that's yeah. the ring around the Death Star when it blows up. That is true. That is one. Because it, it, you know, it makes that. it makes it look like more of a super. Like that's fine. Effects. Oh come on! That's you can't say that. <laughs> the whole thing is effect. The entire Mos Eisley scene is an effect. Yes, but I think I think you can't just say I like the effects better in this scene. I think you could effect because the whole thing is effects. The entire special edition is effects. They added effects. Yeah, but it's it's not in like that. Same I'm sticking that, with that. It's but. not effects that change the way the movie feels. No, or like but do I'm sticking anything. with it's it. Just, okay, fine. I'm sticking. Fine. I was Stick. almost gonna purely piss you off and say that when uh, Obi Wan t- takes down the shield generators of the Death Star, um, when he goes and takes that thing down, in the original cut it had actual words, and then they changed it to Arabesh because it wasn't canonically correct to have actual like letters. So I was gonna say that, but. I knew that really pissed you off. So, but I will say the ring. Oh, why? Oh, I'll take that one then. The the letters. Yeah, I'll take Fuck that it. one. Okay, then. fine. Yeah, if that's what you take, that one. That one I'll take. Um, if uh, I will say the Han Solo one doesn't bother me as badly as it does everybody else. I still think it's stupid. I still think that Han Solo would totally just shoot the person, yeah. and I don't. I don't see the point to it. But it definitely doesn't bother me as much because it doesn't. The, the McClunky thing bothers me more than the boat shooting at yeah, the same exact time because the McClunky thing actually ruins the pacing of the McClunky. scene, whereas the... <laughs> <laughs> it's so dumb. McClunky. Uh, that, that was added with the Disney Plus one and the... Yeah, that was still a George Lucas stipulation. I know it was. Like, if they release it again, it you have to add this scene. Yeah, He's I know it was. And I'm like, I'm like I, wonder if there's a, I wonder if there's another one. Like, we got another one, like, it underneath has the cover. To be. It has to be. I, I'm, sure, I'm sure when the... After nine comes out and they release the Skywalker Saga on Blu-ray yeah. or on 40X or 40 or whatever, it's gonna be like it's gonna be another one. It's gonna, it's be, gonna be like McClunky, and then Han Solo's gonna be like, "Fuck you." So <laughs> <laughs> that it's so funny because that killed the pacing for me in that scene. Whereas them both shooting at the same time is more so just like well, now they shoot at the same time. In the original cut, they used to shoot. He used to shoot long before Han did. It was like. <laughs> Oh yeah, no. The, I will say that the Blu-ray one corrects it better than yeah. the. It'd the, be the easier just fucking to change it. But... Yeah, no, I'm not. I, I still don't like it, but it's, no, I know. It's something right. I'm just like, all right, whatever. So that's your ch- that's your pick. Han shot first. That's your hot take. Is the Han shot first is the best thing about the special edition? It's the thing that it's the thing at least changes, especially from first time viewers. Okay. It's the thing that least changes anything about the movie and makes the movie feel like just stupid. Okay. Yeah. All right, I'll take it. Except for him breaking his neck, that's a that's a little bit. Wait, oh hold on, can I change my answer? Yeah. To the best thing. What? Well, maybe it's I don't know. It's like my least favorite and favorite thing. I don't know how I feel about it. When um, a stormtrooper walks through the door, in A New Hope, he hit his the actor hit his yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. But in the specialist, they added a boom <laughs> sound. <laughs> I. It's funny because <laughs> wait, what what addition added that sound effect? Do you know? I think it was early. I think it was one of the first ones. Was it okay? Because I always remember. I would maybe it's because I have one. Maybe the DVD spe- one. I don't know. Maybe it's because I have a despecialized edition. Because I have a despecialized edition, and whenever I'd watch like the DVD or Blu-ray version, yeah, and I and or even the Disney Plus one, I always hear like the doink, and I was like, I don't remember that. Yeah, no, <laughs> I I don't know. I don't know if that counts, but I love that one because I think it's just so like. Lucas has took it, taken a film, but like a film mistake, and turned it into like, <laughs> like, 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 like comedic. It's pretty scene. funny, that like slapstick. Yeah, so maybe I'll go with you that. can hear it now. If you Boom, like yeah. That's kind of cool. So that's kind of funny. I don't mind that. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, all right. So that's your. Is that your choice? Are you deciding that's your choice? I have three. That's my three. fine. That's okay. all three. I, I love the special edition. You can tell. Oh my god. Okay, let's get on to uh, a Empire. movie. Yeah, it's a movie I kind of like. 
Oh, yeah, you just kind of like it. Yeah, it's one that's, like, you know, not not at all important to you. Yeah. You're just, yeah, you just thought it was pretty good. Yeah. You know, I'm going to do this from the perspective of... Uh, of of what the fuck am I watching when I watch this movie? Don't you dare do that to Empire, you <laughs> fucker. No, Empire Strikes Back is my favorite. Is my not only my favorite Star Wars movie. It, it's it's the stereotypical favorite Star Wars movie. I, I admit. It's not, like, I'm not breaking any ground by saying Empire Strikes Back is my favorite Star Wars movie. But it's not my favorite Star Wars movie. It's my favorite. To me, it ranks in the same impenetrable, like, three movies as Godfather, Taxi Driver, and Empire Strikes Back. Like, to me, are, like, just godlike. I love everything about this movie so much. I love it so much. But go ahead. Tell, uh, I'm going to throw out the things I don't like, right? Are you prepared? I love Empire Strikes Back. I know you It's do. like a 10 out of 10 movie to me. I know. Go. But there are little nitpicks. Okay. Little things. Right. Very small. Um, are they all special edition changes? They should be. No, no. Though. They're just very tiny things okay. that that I, I just don't like. And I mean so minute that they wouldn't even change score. Okay, okay. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. It's okay. like... Um, I don't like the line, I'll see you in hell. Okay. I don't like that line. All right, fair. I've never cared for that line. Okay. Um, I I always found it hilarious that whenever Luke Skywalker leaves Dagobah, uh, Obi-Wan, when he's talking to him, he's just holding up his hands side <laughs> by side to his face, and he's like, Luke, don't do it. I, I it's, it's You need to stay here and finish your training or whatever. And he literally just stays like that with both of his hands on both sides of his head. He does that for like straight up like three minutes, and it is absolutely fucking hilarious. Like, All right, now I'm never not going to not see that. Because it's just, I know it's, there's, so, there's no point. It's just, he's just doing that the whole time. I'm like, wait, what are you doing? I was like, it's the dark. Did George probably. Lucas tell you, like, come up? He's like, all right, hold your hands up, whatever you're doing this. Yeah. Lucas but, didn't direct this one. That's a big stipulation. I know he did. I know I know he did not. Yeah. The, um and then um um that that's that, that's uh that's pretty much our two nitpicks. Okay, they have three. Do I have three? Yeah, uh, three. I gotta I gotta pull out another one then. Oh, oh, man. Oh, I gotta like, pull out another one. <laughs> I hate land. Some of the some of the and and this is just due to the fact that it came out in 1980. But some of the green screen with the force ghosts and the holograms are laughably bad. But it's kind of funny. There's the one I'll tell you the one I don't like. The one with Darth Vader popping uh, the, yeah. up so <laughs> on the on the dashboard. <laughs> yeah, that's the one because he looks kind of goofy. He looks like a little. It looks like you take this great villain of evil, put him in a little dashboard, and he's like, kind of. Yeah, I agree. I'll give you that. Uh, I I will say my my favorite scene. It is the Han and Leia exchange right before he gets carbonated. Carbon froze, carbon froze, frozen, frozen. frozen. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's my favorite little moment inside the entire movie. And is there anything else I'm not a fan of? Hmm. Let's let's really think about this. Um, you know, there. There. I have one. Okay. Oh, you have one. Oh, I'm, I'm so blown away. I'm really I hate surprised. with Wedge, Wedge Antilles. The Who the fuck is that? Wedge Ant? Are you even a Star Wars fan? You dumb <laughs> fuck. That's Luke's X-wing buddy who's been in all three movies. He oh helped destroy the second God. Death Star. You idiot. He's played by Dennis Lawson. He's fucking. Oh. You know, you realize that he's Ewan McGregor's uncle, right? Oh. Anyway, Wedge when he's taking down the Adat. In the in Hoth, and don't say ATAT. -AT. He's thinking on the ad at at uh, at Hoth, and uh, oh, I know what you're talking. He about. He goes now. in the weirdest voice. It's very feminine. Not not being, nothing offensive here. I just think it's the way he's he, the way he says this line is very weird. He says, "One more pass." It really bugs me. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> okay. Um. 
I, uh, can we just talk about also that if I, uh, like, like, just like how I said with Star Wars, the original, if I saw that movie when I was an adult, if I watched this movie, I'd probably think it's just as fucking stupid. Really? I think it'd be better. I feel like for adults, I probably would like it. I probably would like it a bit more, but I probably would still think that it's dumb as fuck. There's, there's the, I think I would have saw the stuff with, uh, like, I'm just being honest. I feel like I would have saw the stuff with, uh, with now they have, like, them, like, pulling on the Force and doing that shit and the straight up in the beginning of the movie and then Force Ghost showing up and stuff, and I've been like, this is the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, that's fair. But I think that's just due to the fact that I just would not have been a fan of it, probably, when it first came out. Um, also, oh the... God. <laughs> just drag him through the mud, dude. I'm dragging, I'm dragging it, dude. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull you down with it, too. You're gonna be like, oh, it's a 9 out of 10. <laughs> no, it's not. I love this movie so much. Um... When, uh, when, uh, uh, when Obi-Wan says his stupid, uh, so was I, if you remember, because that inspired the, the countless of decisions that were made with the prequels that I <laughs> fucking despise. Like all him being brash and attacking and him head, headstrong, throwing himself into every situation. Literally throwing himself out a window and attacking the clones. Um, it's just <laughs> awful. And it makes me just, uh, a cringe. Because of every, what would come later? Yeah. Okay. So it's not necessarily a fault in that movie. Yeah. But, yeah, but yeah. every single time I rewatch it, that's all I think of. Same as the thing, and now all I think of whenever I hear uh, whenever I hear Yoda say, there is another, I'm like, why am I thinking of Ray? Right. Oh, yeah. God. Why, like, why do well, I, I showed it? Season? I showed it to my girlfriend, and she said, and she said, there is another, and the girl said, you're talking about Ray, right? And I was like, no, no, you, you fucking idiot. <laughs> and I was like, no, Ray didn't exist yet. You're talking about Leia, obviously, like... <laughs> Ray doesn't even. Ray's not even real Star Wars. I'm sure to bet though that they're actually gonna like attach that. And, I have like, a Well, there was a there was a a, a montage, uh, a really good video, really good. Um, what's it, uh, edited. What's it called? Um, tribute. Fan edit. Fed tribute. Uh, by Topher Grace of all people, the actor Topher Grace. Oh, I saw that. It was yeah, awesome. Not, Star Wars always, and he um and but he used the quote of like there is another, and he used it for Ray, which is fine. I mean that's fine. I don't. I'm not gonna get mad about that. Yeah, that's fine. Um, you just see it in Rides of Skywalker and be like, it's not gonna bug me. It's not gonna, <laughs> it's not gonna bug me. It's fine. Um, it, it, in fact, it would connect to the series. It's fine. Um, uh, but no, I'm just gonna get into this movie. Like why I love this movie so I like it loves me so much. Hey, I'm prepared to go to sleep. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> um, I love that this movie is. I think I love the look of this movie. I love that it's so um, the colors. I love the the fact that Star Wars. As much as I love the original Star Wars, it's very stagnant and it's lighting. It's very much like grays, blacks. You know, and it's 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 very you know, or or you know, just very basic colors. With Empire, it's like immediately off the bat. There's like just such an interesting visual language to it. Like the Hoth, Hoth looks so different than Cloud City, and and the all the Imperials. I love the blue and reds that are in the Imperial, um, which they definitely took for Force Awakens, like to a big scale. Like the idea of like the blue and red screens, mm-hmm. and I just I just love it. I love everything about it. I love that. Um, I love the characters. I love. I think Luke. I think. I think the performances are the best of the entire of the entire trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Darth Vader. When people say they love Darth Vader, they're talking about this fucking movie. Like this yeah. is the movie more than Jedi. Like more than New Hope. This is the movie that is like Vader is a fucking like. You're yawning when I'm talking about this. And it's really fucking. <laughs> and we have it on a recording. That's fucking. But no. Um, like Vader is such a 
badass in this movie. Like, everything people love about Darth Vader, if it wasn't for this movie, people wouldn't love Darth Vader as much as they do. Like, he is so awesome. And the fact that he's so, um, like, ruthless, I think it's just so cool. Um, and he's so smart, too, you know? Like, he's not he's not an idiot. And I love... Um, it has my favorite lightsaber duel in the whole franchise. I love the Vader versus Luke and Cloud City. Where would you rank it? Number one, because it's the best. And people would say, well, it's slow, and but no, it's not. What makes it awesome is that it's... it's it, the, the evolution of that fight is so great, because Vader is, like, purely on the... has the higher power. He could kill yeah. Luke at any moment, but he's not. He's intentionally toying with him. And he, and he, but everybody, every time he begins to underestimate him too much, it kicks him in the ass, you know, like when he was going to put him in the carbon freezing and gets out and all this stuff. And it's like, it's just so great. Like, it's just so great. I love, I love the dialogue. I love, um, I think Boba Fett is awesome. Not because of why people love him now, but because he's just such a great background character. Everything in background characters are awesome, like Lobot and all these just odd. It's just such a cool movie. I love this movie so much. And I love the relationship between Han and Leia, even though now in today's day and age, so it might come off a little not consensual, and I get that. It's not It's not super PC. I still think it comes off as, like... It comes off less creepy than the prequels. I, it does, but I also think it, uh, it... I think it does come off to an extent, though, as, like, like at least real feeling, even if it's yes. not... Even if it's not, like, PC, per se. I think that it's... I think that, like, even in a day and age where we have, like, romance movies that still have, like, kind of, like, these, like, nitty-gritty relationships and stuff like that, mm-hmm. I think that this movie kind of does summarize that pretty well in a sense that, like, it does make it feel real, even if even if some of it does feel, like, pushy, because that's, I mean, if you face the, I mean, you face, face the facts of the day, I mean, like, that that's sometimes how things are. And like, it's also, just, it's also yeah. just a movie, it's product of the time, you can't yeah, get mad yeah, at it. If no, you're no, mad no, at Empire Strikes Back, get mad at every movie. Yeah. I saw some stupid thing on Twitter where it was like, Leia saying I love you and Han saying I know is, is abuse. That's emotional mm-hmm. abuse. That's my favorite lines in the whole film. It is. And I was like, and, 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 I, and I, someone on Twitter retweeted it and was like, okay, if we're going to look at these movies through the prism of reality for a second, uh, then saying I love you that early in a relationship is not right either. Yeah. You know, like, don't, don't, don't put real world, you mm-hmm. know, like, unless it's really bad, unless it's really, like, something horrible happens, don't put real world rules into the Star Wars universe. I hate people do that. I hate yeah. people do that. I hate people do that. Um, I mean, it's a fantasy. It's a fantasy. Like, come on, people. Like, just... Yeah, it's ridiculous. But no, I, I just, uh, I mean, it's, it's weird. I feel like I'm just rambling because I love this movie so much, but um, I just, there's so much about it. But I was getting Boba Fett, too, because Boba Fett, to me, is like, everyone's like, oh, he's a fan favorite, and he's awesome. The reason Boba Fett's awesome is because of this movie. Because Boba Fett has no dialogue, he basically looks cool, and yet, every time he does something, it's fucking awesome. Like, when um, Boba Fett is, uh, when, I never even noticed this until someone pointed it out to me, but when Luke is tracking Boba Fett... He pulls his blaster out to to uh, get Leia, rescue Leia, when he goes to uh, Cloud City. Boba Fett hears it, and his head goes, Whoo! like, looks at him. Yeah. It's just, like, these little details, like, make you think, oh, this guy's such a badass. So it makes no sense when he gets, like, totally unceremoniously killed and returned to the Jedi. Um, just all that stuff. Um, the best bit in the Cloud City chamber is my favorite movie set. Cloud City's my favorite place oh in, my the entire, so in the entire movie. Cool. I think I think it's actually... 
underrated when you compare it to places like uh, Dagobah and Hoth, which I still both love, but I think Bespin's actually yeah, my it's favorite. Bespin's I awesome. I love Bespin. And I love the, the, the Carbonite Chamber is just, like, the greatest set. I love the sound des- designs. Like, the I, I can hear it in my head. I can hear the Carbonite. Like, oh, yeah, I can hear, like, the freezing. <laughs> oh, it's so cool. And I love that, um, just the, the fact that this movie takes real um this movie really is the first star for me to understand the iconic iconic the like images it's working with like okay darth vader is iconic and we're gonna make you know this darth vader through a silhouette this is the first movie that does that like you can just you don't even see a whole you just have to see him in the background backlit and you know that's darth vader you know it's like you know immediately like like every time vader's on screen it's like just epic it's like just they totally understand and then of course my favorite star wars character of all time is yoda um, and especially in Yoda and Empire. Well, Yoda Empire's the best Yoda because he's just he he just you know he's 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 just great I and mean, he's just amazing and Frank Oz is incredible and and it's just such a great lesson for Luke too about this idea of not underestimating what you don't. I love the last shot of Yoda. Oh, when he's oh my gosh! When, when the X wing flies, flies away, off, it's it's like it almost looks like a play. It's I know with the lighting yeah, and the light yeah. red light. I know there's no yeah. It's just so good. It's. And it's such a great point. Like, I don't think puppeteers get enough respect because Frank Oz as Yoda is like amazing. Um, anyway, I'm talking way too much about Empire, but I just I. I you know what's funny? We didn't even explain the plot to Empire. You're right. What is the title of the plot to Empire Strikes Back? Oh, um. So. <laughs> so Luke is, you know, he's attacked by a, the Wampa thingy. Uh, it's called the Wampa. You have to pretend like you don't know what it's called. Um. I played Battlefront 2, so I know. <laughs> but uh, Han goes out to go save him. He's like, yeah, you know, I'll see you in hell. And he hits up with the Tatan, fucks with it, and uh, goes off, finds him, you know, puts him inside the body, which I never understood until probably about the age of 11. Yeah, you know, it's funny, like... Yeah, yeah, I don't know why. I, I don't think it ever... I don't think, I don't think we just... I don't think at a young age we understood the concept of, like like cutting open an animal and it being warm on the inside mm-hmm. and being able to put somebody in there mm-hmm. and it's disgusting so you probably didn't even want to think oh. about it <laughs> and um so yeah you know the rebel base is underneath attack by darth vader darth vader's like yo let's blow up the shield thingy and let's kill them all fuck it and then uh they destroy the uh adats you can also call them Imperial Walkers. I'm, Imperial I, Walkers. I take that as well. Okay, okay. Not AT, AT, huh? And so uh, everybody's leaving. Luke's going off because he got a message from Obi Wan to go train. Did on you Dagobah. see? I'm sorry to interrupt. Did you yeah. see down the street? For me, you can keep this in. I'll get fucked. Yeah. Down the street from you, there's a guy with an inflatable Adat Walker. As so a I think I've seen that. Yeah. It's the last Jedi one. It's still cool though. Oh, that's awesome. Like the the, the Adat Gorillas. That's what they're called. Are they called gorillas? Makes yeah. sense because they yeah. have the gorilla. Yeah, they're called uh, they're called gorilla Adats. That's sure. cool. I love that. Yeah, because of the knuckles. Yeah, knuckles I love up those and down. Yeah, those things are cool. Those things are awesome. Okay, you keep know, going. <laughs> you know, we, we, here's the thing. I'm, I'm totally cool with you rambling back because we all know I'm going to ramble so hardcore. We're talking yeah, about the last Jedi. Oh my God, you are. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> and you're going to be so mad because Rise of Skywalker's going to come out by then and you're going to be like, Wait, let, me talk, about, let me talk about how we stay ruined and ruined <laughs> everything that was built in Last Jedi. Uh, but the, um, uh, so Luke's going to go train. Uh, Luke and Leia are both like, I'm sorry, Han and Leia and all them are just like, all right, like, fuck it, we're going off. Uh, I don't even what, what what the fuck are they doing? 
Well, I mean, well, they're under. They're being chased by the Empire. Okay, they're being chased. Okay, that's that's. I, I, I thought I didn't, want, I didn't know if there was like a specific objective. No, no. So I was like trying to remember. They need to find a safe passage. I was like, I'm pretty sure it's just them looking for shelter. But I wanted to make sure I wasn't like missing something. But yeah, no, they're they're running away from the Empire. They go inside a worm. They have this big like romance. It's a lot of romance. A lot of romance. A lot of romance between them. It's all great though. It's not like filler or anything like that. It's all really, really, really well done. Actually, their stuff is my favorite stuff inside the entire movie. Yeah. But um, and then. Luke senses they're all in danger, and he's like, oh, because they all could have best been or whatever, because they're finding shelter. And then Luke's like, yo, I'm going to go help them. And they're like, Luke, don't go. You need to train. And then Luke's like, nah, too bad. I'm going. And then so Luke leaves, and Luke goes over there. Too bad he wasn't ready, just like they said, because he's a stubborn shithead. Yeah. And <laughs> Which, again, I would like to say, uh, wow, Luke Skywalker's not a perfect character. Yeah. That's weird. I write about that a lot in that essay I'm working on. Okay, wow. Like, who would have thought? Yeah. It's almost like he makes mistakes. I write about... And fails. I write about how Luke constantly in Empire, Return of the Jedi, and in The Last Jedi, uh, he... Luke almost... Oh my god. Luke almost kills Vader. Like, is this close in yes, Return of the Jedi? Yes. And yet we're supposed to be, like, fucking appalled. Well, people have the... the We'll, we'll get into it, Return yeah. of the Jedi, but, but he's always had the flaw of... And it's something that the Jedi have always necessarily had, even in the prequels, yeah. no matter how much I don't give a shit about giving those movies credit. Uh, it's that they always are looking to the horizon, as, as Yoda says. They're always looking for the future, and, and they're always looking for how we can stop this inevitable future from happening. Yeah. So all they want to do is kill Vader. Kill, uh, kill Vader, kill the Emperor, kill Seth, kill a, kill a, a dark Force user... And they don't ever want to think about the present and what they're actually doing. So yeah. that's why the that's why the scene said Last Jedi is so great, where it's like where it's like he's he's looking to the horizons when he pulls out his saber on Kylo Ren because he's like I can stop this. I'm going to prevent this from happening, prevent him from destroying everything he loves. But it's almost like in that moment he realizes in the present what he's literally doing and what he's doing is he's pulling a sword out on his nephew. Yeah, and that's kind of like the beauty of it. It's like this yeah. whole entire thing. It's like. But yeah, besides that, um, Luke has always done that, though. Luke goes to go help him. Luke confronts Vader. Vader's like, yo, you're a fucking idiot. I'm your father. And then he's like, oh, shit. Like, I don't know what to do now. He's so conflicted, so confused. He didn't even finish his training because he's an imbecile who's stubborn. And then on top of all that, we kick it off with a nice little sweet semi-cliffhanger type movie. It's, a good, it's a good cliffhanger. It's people, some people's complaint about this movie is that it has a cliffhanger. It's a stupid complaint for a movie that's meant to be a second part of a trilogy. Like, yeah. good stuff. But I also think it movie does a good enough job of being conclusive enough to be its own movie. To be a good movie on its own. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of The Last Jedi ending in a lot of ways. I agree. I think, you know, I think Empire also, like, I think it's, um, it, it's interesting when you show Star Wars to people, the original, a lot of what they know about Star Wars comes from this movie. Which I think is really interesting because, it, to me, people who get pissed about new directors taking on Star Wars that aren't George Lucas, it's like, well, I hate to break it to you, but both Empire and Jedi were directed by different people. Yeah. And both of them, and, and Empire was directed was written by Lawrence Kasdan. So it's like, you know, the story was George Lucas, and clearly he had an idea, but he, he disagreed with a lot of the decisions that Kirshner made uh, as the director. And it's like, you know, I, like you can't, you can't be upset with new directors taking on Star Wars because new directors in that for a long time and some of the best Star Wars stuff ever has had nothing to do with Lucas like I love you I know it used to be I love you I love you too Yeah, and it's like that's 
stupid. Like that's yeah. not that's boring. Like why would that? Yeah. And like a, a writer and the good writers who hate to break it to you, George Lucas is not a good writer. When you get a writer like Lawrence Kasdan or a really good director like Kirshner who doesn't just shoot coverage, but he like knows exactly the shots he wants and is like mm-hmm. it's it just makes it the best movie ever. I mean, sorry. Yeah, uh, I think that one of the biggest problems is that. Well, if people are going to say things like that with the whole entire George Lucas situation, uh, the weird thing is, is that I completely forgot what I was going to say. It went out the dumpster. Wow. It plopped out of the back of my brain. Okay. I don't even fucking remember now. Okay. You keeping that I'm, in, right? Uh, yeah, we're keeping all this in. I don't, give a, fuck. I don't <laughs> give a fuck. <laughs> this is this can just make me look like an imbecile. I don't care. But um, I will actually say something, though. So back to... Um, to still talking about Empire, uh, one of my favorite um, scenes ever inside all of Star Wars, and I actually think it's where I actually get my basis of what the Force and Jedi and everything is, is the Yoda conversation yes, to yeah. uh, Luke. I don't give a shit. I understand their canon, and I accept their canon. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck that the prequels are canon. I don't give a fuck that any of the shit's canon. Where I get my basis of what the Force and the Jedi are is from that conversation between Yoda and Luke, yeah. which is why... I love things like The Last Jedi and stuff like that. It's because it, none of it, for them, none of it is about. I mean, for us, yeah, we watch we watch this movie. We want to get some sort of adventure. We want to get we want to get the feeling of like just fun. Yeah. But for them, it's not supposed to be about that. No. It's supposed to. Be, it's not like adventure. Yeah. <laughs> Excitement. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> these things. Yeah. It's it's great and it shows like how the Jedi aren't supposed to be violent. The Force isn't supposed to be violent. The, the Jedi are never supposed to crave something that's outside of um, out, they're never supposed to crave anything that's outside of sacrificial for themselves right. to keep the peace and to be able to help people yeah. because that's what it's meant to be Yeah. and Yoda's kind of the only person up until the ending of The Last Jedi who's fully embodied kind of like what it means to fully be a Jedi mm-hmm. like and, and I, I truthfully do believe that I think the only poor I think the only parts in the whole saga, that actually understand what it means to be a Jedi, and this could just be me being my, up my own ass or whatever, is the Yoda monologue, the the part where he decides not to kill Vader, and then the ending of Last Jedi. I think that's it. Can I also say, though, one thing I yeah, do... Sure. I think, because I want to give it where it's due, I do think J.J. Abrams did a good job, of, not the best job, but of, of taking the Jedi, the Force, away from it being... A, a, a blood thing of it being like a genetic thing because even though even though his base his description of the of the force is is simplistic I like that Maz Kanata is like and we're talking too much about the sequels so we'll get back I like that Maz Kanata is like goes back to what Yoda and Obi-Wan said which is you know it's a it's it it flows through everything and it's not I love that I still think though they're just gonna end up going back on that with Rise of Skywalker or the Rise of Skywalker what do you mean going back on that I feel like they're just gonna end up making like talking all about like a blood thing too. There's no many chlorians apparently mentioned. There really isn't. That's what Abram said. They don't mention it at all, like at all. Like, and he says that that to him is not what the force is. Okay, that's what he says. That's what he says. He promises. He says they never mention. And even and and even Daisy really says she doesn't want to answer questions about many chlorians. Because that's not it's not what Star Wars is about. I guess you'd have to be lying. I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, but I, I think I think I think I think they both done a good job. But I I hear what you're saying. Um, but yeah, no. Can I also, before we stop some Empire, talk about the best scene of all time, which is the scene where Han goes in the carbon freezing, because I love everything. About I that said scene. that's my, yeah. That's it's my favorite scene. Really, it's my favorite, the best yeah. scene, because it's like, 
you just it's like I don't get I think one of the things that Star Wars actually has a problem with is not being emotional like I feel like it, it's sort of like when people die in these movies it doesn't feel like anything they kind of just die yeah. and there's no like mourning or and this is the only scene in the Star Wars movie that gets to me because like you get Han really learning to put him his life in front of someone else and then asking Chewie to take care of Leia while this is happening you have Vader um talking to the Vader watching and 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 sort of I don't know I, I Vader in that scene is so cool I love the shot when he goes into the carpet and the, and the smoke clears and Vader's face is just there there's just so many it's just a, a yeah. great scene and it's just so wonderfully filmed and it's it, it really should have been where Hansel died but it's a it's a great great scene I love that scene I love that whole moment and I also oh, we haven't talked about Lando because he's back Rise of Skywalker I love Lando too I think I think I love how Lando sort of is a is a good sign of showing how you what happens to neutrality in these yes. times of war. Like Lando sort of chooses the neutral side and for his people and says, "Well, if the Empire's gonna help me, I'll help the Empire." You know, whatever. But and it, it doesn't end uh, Return of the Jedi. But you know, whatever. That's sure, but in the Empire, <laughs> but it winds up biting him in the ass. And I love that that that's shown in the in this and. Um, yeah, I just love this movie so yeah, much. Yeah, I love how the I love the whole entire scene where Chewie's about to fucking kill him, basically. Yes. After everything, and I'm just like, oh, this is great. And it sounds like it. Yeah. No, I love it. Um, what do you, um, what was I going to say? Uh, oh, I will also say, I know that it's, I know that some people, uh, I actually, no, I do like it. It's fine. Uh, I was going to say, I, I, it still had to do with C-3PO, but the whole entire C-3PO thing with him being torn apart. But but I'm not gonna lie. Actually, I, I I I think the reason why I'm cool with it is because I love the scene with whenever I see uh, Chewie with like the backpack yes. C3PO running down the hallway. I love, <laughs> I I love, love that stuff. Yeah, it's 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 still really fun. It's yeah. it's exciting. It's that stuff inside Star Wars where I'm like, where it's like it it it, it gives it gives that youthful adventurous yeah. feel, and people act like that's like absent from especially the second movie in all these trilogies. Um, it's absent from Attack of the Clones because that movie's garbage. But uh, <laughs> but uh, it's it's never absent to me in either Last Jedi or Empire yeah. Strikes Back. It's always yeah. like present that there's still like these like moments where I'm just like, oh, like I feel like a little kid watching yeah, this. Totally. I was like, this is awesome. This is so totally. much fun. So all right, well that's. I mean, I've talked enough about Empire, but what's uh, your favorite? In How about we haven't commented about the music? At all. Oh my god! Well, the scores are amazing. I mean, well, Imperial March is the, obviously like the. Well, is it wild though the Empire. Darth Vader theme that was well, technically Imperial March? But isn't it crazy that that didn't even start till Empire? Yeah, like, yeah, no. Vader's it's, theme and yeah. New Hope is bum 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 bum. It's like totally different. Yeah. And then this one completely just comes in with this new theme. It's awesome. Yeah, I mean, the music's great. I mean, I love Yoda's theme. It's one of my all-time favorite pieces of music. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, yeah, music's great. Yoda's theme is fantastic. Yeah, Force theme is great. I think it's called Force theme, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one's really good. I, I, I mean, it's fine. I can like play the music in my head. Like I can think of the whole. Oh yeah, you can think of like every single song and like all of them. Like, I know. I, and, and even in the even in the prequels, I love the uh, Attack of the Clones, the Django fight. Yes, I forget, that one has a great song. Duel of Fates, Battle of the Heroes. Yeah, all of it. It's just fantastic. So. Yeah. All right. So, uh, what's your favorite and least favorite? Least favorite and favorite special edition change. Ooh. Um. My favorite, but my least favorite, honestly, is uh. My least favorite is probably the Emperor thing. Oh, okay. Interesting. Because it does totally spoil. Yeah, it's kind of also just like, like, okay, like, it's kind of just dumb to me. Like, I, I don't know. I just and in the original dialogue, too, when it wasn't Ian McDermott, it was just so much more, like, mysterious mm-hmm. and cool. And then when they added that new line about, like, 
is the offspring of Anakin Skywalker. It's so dumb. Like, yeah, it's completely stupid. ruins the... Oh. It's stupid. Okay. And, uh, the one that's my favorite... This one, actually, I can actually come up with these pretty easily. Um, my favorite one is, um... I don't... If I remember correctly, I could be wrong. Uh, it's either the, um... I don't really like how when they add the shots of the Wampa. I've never liked that. Mm. I don't like when they add that because I like the mystery behind yeah, the Wampa. But um, I don't mind when when Lando's talking to the thing, and it and it goes through the intercoms. Oh, huh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not. It's not. I mean, like yeah, I don't. I don't think any special people is good. Yeah. But like, I mean, to me, I'm like, oh, well, okay. I, I guess it shows me like it, he's the talking scale to people. Like, yeah, okay. like the people that he's talking to. Whatever. Yeah. No, it's fine. Uh, my least favorite um, is a weird one, but I think it, it just slows down the momentum so much. And it's two. It's it's a double. It's a they they there's um. Oh, and the scream! I hate the scream. Oh well, that's that is my favorite, but that's gone now. So I'll I'll give that one a pass because it's yeah. gone. But this is something I still hate. Um, in the original um, uh, in the original cut, they have Vader walking down the hallway when he's going to his ship, and he says, "Ready," he goes, uh, "Ready, my ship," and that's all it is. And they get in his stars for, and his uh, his uh, shuttle. But in this ver- in the new version, he goes, "Prepare my star destroyer, my star destroyer for my arrival." Really? And then is that on the Blu-rays? It's in all. It's in all of them. It's in the first starting from the first special edition. And then what happens is they in between Luke hanging when he's getting grabbed, they just cut randomly cut to a sh- shuttle drive flying through space, and they cut again. He's Luke's hanging, and they cut one more time to see um, a terrible CG shot of uh, the shuttle going into the. Death Star, and then what's even worse is that the shot of they have the side of Vader coming out is just reused footage from Return of the Jedi. It's like that's so that's I, aggravating. It's that's like, aggravating because it's like why would you like it just takes away the momentum. Like who cares? Like we know he left. I remember seeing this, and um, I I oh I hate that I hate that I also changed that line because that line's in the prequels and it's ready my ships in the prequels and yeah. in the sequel trilogy. Yeah, I'm like why would you why would you change that? I think about that last Jedi when Kylo says yeah it. last Jedi Kylo says it in the prequels somebody says it I don't remember who but somebody says it in the prequels. Yeah, no, it's just somebody, awful. somebody, because I remember rewatching prequels recently. Somebody said, "Ready my ship," and I was like, oh, "Kylo Ren." Yeah, it's so stupid. <laughs> I was like, Kylo Ren says that. <laughs> yeah, it's so stupid. Um, and then I guess my favorite—I don't know—my um, favorite thing they changed in Empire Strikes Back. I hate everything they changed in Empire Strikes Back. Um, they don't change a lot, though. Empire is the smallest. Empire, is the, Empire is has nice. the least impact. Uh, I guess you know I'm gonna say it. I don't like it, but it's my—it's the Wampa. Like, <laughs> it's fine. Like, I mean, it's not. It doesn't bug me. I, I mean, it, don't, it doesn't need to be there. But it, I mean, it's all dumb. So I mean, it's all dumb. Like, but yeah. Yeah. you gotta kind of pick so, and choose. So that'll, which be, one that'll be mine, I guess. The effect? No, I hate. <laughs> I, mean, I hate the whole like. There's a shot where like the, they show like Cloud City, the Cloud City. Oh, part I hate that. I hate that one. Then flying. It's like, so yeah, stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's so dumb. dumb. Yeah. All right. So Return of the Jedi. Probably the more uh, controversial one of this pack that we will talk about. Yeah, it's, I mean, because I, I mean, like, even though I think you know that there's flaws, that I'm, I'm definitely. More on the negative than I am the positive. I think you are a little bit more on the positive. Yeah, but I, I fully understand that it's not a great movie. Like, especially after the first two. I think I think what I like about Return of the Jedi is I think it's a, it's a nice, neat finale. Like, it, 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 it doesn't perfectly wrap up everything, but it's, it's a solid... It wraps oh, up. this is the one... Uh, sorry, this is the one that, w- when explaining the plot, if you include the first act, it's, like, fucking near impossible. Yes, so. because <laughs> there's the whole Jabba story that has literally has nothing to do with anything. Um, it's fun, but it has nothing to do with anything. Um, yeah, so I mean, it's, so Return of the Jedi, basically, it's, I just want to say a year 
after? It's a year after. Year? It's a year. Yeah. Which, means, which is weird to me, because it means that uh, Lando and Chewie were just hanging around for a year, trying to find... Which is odd. Yeah, I don't, I don't even want to think You know what I mean? That. It's like they, they, all leave, they all leave to go to Tenders there for a year. Anyway, um, but yeah, so the movie begins with a very long intro. It's not even an intro, it's the whole first act of the movie, uh, where they go to um, Tatooine to save Han Solo, who's been carbon frozen, and they uh, kill Jabba the Hutt, um, who's one of the best parts of the movie. Um, and they destroy his sail barge and all that stuff, and it's fun, but it offers nothing. But the real plot of the movie is that... Um, the Empire is building another Death Star, and they built this one really quickly. The first one probably took 50 years, or like 30 years. Um, no, not 30. How long is No, about 19, right? I'll give them that. About 19 years, yeah. between, yeah, between 3 and 4. Uh, but this one took them, um, this one takes them like a few years between New Hope and this, and yet they're already at like... Like, it's almost pretty much built. Like, it, it, it's just crazy to me that that's what happened. But um, that's... They, they're building the Death Star, and Vader, um, you know... Um, man, this is... I'm struggling, actually. Hold on. No, no, no. I got it. I got it. There is a home... There is a um, a shield generator on the planet of the forest moon of Endor below them, which is where the uh, Death Star is hovering. Yep. And when the uh, Rebellion gets news of this new Death Star, they have to go to the Endor... To destroy this shield generator and have another find the Death Star and destroy the Death Star again. Yep. While this is happening, though, the more dramatic story is that uh, Darth Vader and Luke, who are now known to be father and son, uh, is Darth Vader is trying to make a final pull to him to the dark side. Yep. <laughs> and that's Return of the Jedi. It's 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 not a difficult movie to explain, but explaining it, like when I get into the whole like idea of the tractor beam and like the whole idea of the shield generator and stuff. I'm, like, already more bored than I am when I talk about the really good plotting of New Hope or Empire. You know what's, uh... I just thought about this, especially with The Rise of Skywalker coming up. It's kind of crazy. And we haven't seen The Rise of Skywalker yet. It's kind of crazy that Rise of Skywalker, from what it sounds like, is going to have, like, absolutely dead no filler because it can't. It has to fill up every single moment with something that's got to be related to something else yeah. or be related to the movie's plot itself. Or be related to explaining something else. Return of the Jedi feels like the most filler yeah, out of the whole weird. trilogy because they can't. They're like, well, what, what do we gotta do? Like, yeah. all we gotta do is explain the Darth Vader and Luke. So it's like yeah. they didn't have much left to do. And no. They're like, oh, okay, well, this is what we gotta explain. And Han and Leia, it's like, well, they're already they're already like a thing. Like, <laughs> oh, hold on, I'm really sorry. Can I say one more thing about hate that might be as bad as my favorite least favorite thing in the Empire Strikes Back special edition? What? I'm so sorry. Uh, is because it, it leads into this movie because both that's in it, but I hate um, them getting Tamira Morrison, who played Jango Fett in the prequels, to voice over the original awesome. Boba oh, it's Fett horrible! Voice. Yeah, it's I horrible. Hate it. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's awful. Line, yeah. It was awful. Okay, that's all I want to say. Yeah, and um, yeah, it's weird how much like the whole entire first act is filler. Yes, the whole almost all the indoor stuff is filler, and it's like. It's weird how like this is gonna be. It's and kind of even Revenge of the Sith too. Revenge of the Sith is also a lot of filler. But we, I, I'm almost positive the Rise of Skywalker literally cannot have filler. It can't. Like, it's it, just it, gonna. It really it's, can't. It's and gonna I, be and that's what like some of the. I haven't seen the official reviews of them come out, and I'm not gonna read them. But um, the early reactions have been that it is pure. It's um, it's movie. It's the whole movie is full for yeah. like a two and a half, two plus hour runtime. So that's interesting. You're right. Return of the Jedi gets 
I think the problem is that as filler, but I also like that some of the Jedi also get some moments to breathe that I like. Um, I think that I don't think get enough respect. I love. I'll give the things I love about Return of the Jedi out of the way first. I I love first of all I think effects wise, it's like the best some of the best model work well the Rancor fight's fucking fantastic Rancor fight's I, I would but to me when I think of the greatest movies to ever use models ever like the greatest model work it's Blade Runner the original Blade Runner and uh, Revenge of the Sith or oh, god Return of the Jedi not Revenge of the Sith huh? yeah what <laughs> no Return of the Jedi I think those have like the best model original practical model work in a movie ever and I love um, yeah I just I love that I love uh, I like the the relationship between Luke and Vader um Vader's less interesting in this one, but their relationship's still always fascinating. I think Luke's great in this movie. Um, I like the scene where 3PO is telling the the Ewoks the story of the trilogy, and he's using the sound effects and stuff, and it sort of just makes this... Yeah, that was your theory for Rise of Skywalker, right? I still think, it might, I think it's how it's going to end. I still think it's how it's going to end. Yeah, it's going to be somebody telling the story of everything. Be like, be like well... Anakin, Anakin Skywalker, and he's gonna he's gonna sound like that one kid in the, in the, the Last Jedi. He's like, "Suck my dick!" <laughs> <laughs> like Luke Skywalker. <laughs> no, I still think it sounds good. I think I my theory is currently at the time of this recording that it, it, it some way ended like this where three uh, PO is telling a story to a new generation of Jedi of the story of Skywalker and he's using sound effects and then Ray walks in and he goes, oh, well, Master Ray, she tells the story of meeting Luke Skywalker and she'll be like, I met Luke Skywalker and he was the greatest Jedi I've ever known and, and, and that'll be the end of the movie. And then everybody's going to make a make a meme side by side with that with her fighting Luke Skywalker. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> but I think it'd be a really, really sweet way to end it. That's my theory. I still, I still stand by that. I think a, a version of that will happen. Um, but anyway, so, um, but yeah, no, I love that stuff because I think it really mythologizes the story. I like, and I like uh, some of the dialogue between Luke and Leia, even though the idea of them being brother and sister is very rushed in this, I feel like. That's one of my least favorite parts. But yeah. Good. Yeah. Um, you know. There's a few scenes I absolutely, like, fucking hate oh, in this movie. Oh, but it does feature my favorite Star Wars scene in any Star Wars movie, and I will get to that. But maybe even more than the Bespin, the Cloud City scene. Is it the stuff between Darth Vader and Luke? But it's yeah. the stuff underneath the, when it's dark and he has the. Oh yeah, and he like jumps out. Of the, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, favorite, it's perfect. It's perfect. And the music with it. Is, the music's oh, so good. Just the dialogue. I love it. That to me is. And like, when he rages out at him, and then after that, he's like the, I am a Jedi. Like my father. Yeah, that whole segment. So, yeah, and the music is so cool. That that whole span of like five. And I love I love that because so the everyone loves the flashy fights of the prequels, but I love that this fight, that part of the fight, is just pure rage and it, oh, it's anger. Luke That's is all just it is. flailing, wailing on him. I love it. I love it. Um, this was my favorite one when I was a little kid. Me too. When I was very well, little. you know what's funny is that I have a vivid memory in, in my head when we were like children, and um, and and I and I told you it was I told you it was my favorite one. It was originally your favorite one. Then I think you hit like fourth, maybe fifth grade, and Empire became your favorite. And then when I hit like fifth grade, I think you might have changed yours from like fourth grade. When I hit fifth grade, I was like, you know, I, I think Empire is my favorite. And they were like, you're only saying that because it's my favorite. And I was like, bruh. <laughs> I was like, you say I can't grow a braid? <laughs> like, bruh. I was like, dude, it's obviously better. Yeah. But it was just so funny. I have, like, this vivid memory of you telling me that the moment I told you that Empire was my favorite. You're like, you're only saying that because it's my favorite. And I was like, bruh. <laughs> I was like, you stupid wow, sex shit. I'm such an asshole. I'm such an asshole in fifth grade. But, uh. Jesus. Yeah, no, I mean, they're, I'll, I'll let you know what I like. Because okay. it's not a lot. <laughs> no. Okay, I love the space battle. Me too. Space battle's great. 
Um, the stuff between Vader and Luke overall is it's it's pretty fantastic. Uh, I actually think the Vader and Luke fight at the end is my favorite lightsaber fight. Period. Yeah, you've always told me that. Which is interesting. Yeah. Um, I think it's kind of lame. Really? I mean, I don't think it's. I mean, it's not lame, but I, I, I to me, I'm mostly talking about the segment that you're referring to. Oh, okay. Because like, like, yeah. I, I think the whole rest is like whatever. To me, post Empire, it's like such a step down. That fight. But um, no, I love that one. And uh, even if there's not like, even if it's not as like, um, it, it's written more simply in the way that it's like just pure like humanity and anger and all that stuff. It doesn't have like the like you know the one handedness of what Vader was doing in Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. How he's fighting with one hand. It doesn't have with the one there like you know toying with them. It's not as like in depth in terms of like the writing. Mm-hmm. But I think that in terms of a emotionally satisfying fight. It, it I, I enjoy it the most. Okay. Because there's already that relationship built between Darth Vader and Luke and who they're who they are as father and son. And I think that them both fighting at the very end of that is emotionally satisfying in I a way it. that in a way that even Empire I think Empire's actually its final fight is actually better upon second viewing because you kind of know where it's leading to. Yeah. And I think that the fight feels more emotional upon second and third viewing. Okay. But I think upon first viewing or something, you would probably not be as emotionally satisfying as it's something fair. like The Return of the Jedi because there's not that whole entire story between these two characters. So That's fair. But uh, I love it. I love that stuff. Oh, um, I love Palpatine. Ian the Empire's fantastic. I mean, sorry, the Emperor is fantastic. Yeah, Palpatine. Ian McDermott is just like... I think a lot of the problems with these movies is that people fall into the vat of, like, not... of not of being sort of um, stagnant in their performances. And he's just... Even the prequels. Oh, he's so energetic. He's so much fun. And I, and I can't. So I can't wait to see him in the new one. Know, that's that's so what I like the most. I'm genuinely stoked. And I, I know we make memes, like big joke of memes and stuff. But I'm genuinely stoked to see him as. Oh, I'm so happy to see him come back as the emperor. Yeah, it's gonna be a blast watching him. Like even if, even if I fucking hate the movie, yeah. I'm gonna enjoy the hell out of seeing him just come out. Yeah, and just be like. lightning at people. It's gonna, it's gonna be great. Uh, a blast to be sure. But. A surprise, to be sure. <laughs> what a welcome one. You're going to say that. Uh, oh, my God. We just quote Palpatine quotes all the time. That, that, was what, that was what happened when I saw the teaser trailer. Whenever he laughs at the end, I was like, a surprise, to be sure. What a welcome <laughs> one. <laughs> all right. But uh, uh, the things I don't like. Okay, there's a lot. Okay. Um, everything that's not revolving around the 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 models and designs in Jabba's Palace. Okay. Um, uh, there's a couple of lines I like in the Jabba's Palace, but it's it's still really bad. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like the the uh, bring Han Solo and the Wookiee to me. Yeah, um, that's a great line. Um, I like the Rancor fight. The Rancor fight's great, and then the um, if if it had all felt built up to the ending segment would be a lot cooler. But, Starlight, but yeah, with him like you know like them all doing the nods and like him shooting off the saber and yeah. all that stuff, but. It's it's all kind of just like dumb looking. You're just like, wait, what? <laughs> but uh, when you start to like really think about it, but the um, oh, also I love the line exchange between uh, at the the Han and Luke one. Where he says, yeah, he goes, I was born here. You're gonna die here. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're gonna die here. Yeah, yeah, that one's good. Um, it's like the only good line Han Solo gets the whole movie. Yeah, the you move on from that. Everything on Endor, I just fucking hate. I, yeah, I, I yeah. can't stand anything on Endor. I like the speeder bike chase. Um. It hasn't aged great in terms of the effects, which is like it's still fun. Still fun. It's still fun. Yes, I, I will give you that. It's still a fun speeder bike chase, but I, I do think that it's 
not aged well. I do think that a lot of the stuff with the Ewoks, I just fucking hate. Yeah, I can't yeah. stand them. But uh, yeah. even though when somebody tells me, like, oh, they're going to be in Rise of Skywalker, I'm like, <laughs> I know. I'm like, really? <laughs> like, I can't wait. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I'm going to see you. What, what's his name? Wicked? Wicked. Wicked? Yeah, Wicked. I thought that was his name. What if famous. it's, like, Ewok Hunt from, like, Battlefront 2? <laughs> yeah, like, like terrifying. They show up on the planet, and it's, like, Wicked's, like, running around in the forest, <laughs> stabs somebody in the ankle. It looks like Evil Dead. Like, they're, like, chatting. I was thinking, like, in Pet Cemetery when she stabs him. The, the <laughs> you're gonna see like the shots like from Evil Dead where they're like stabbing somebody in the ankle. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, oh my god, it's supposed to be wicked doing yeah. it. Oh my god, and you're gonna look down and be like, "What is it?" And the flashlight is too wicked. <laughs> it's like a it's like a foul footage movie. <laughs> it's like the it's like the, the like the head cam of a stormtrooper. Sith troopers are coming down there, and you see them. He walks just like, jabbing yeah. him in the fucking chest. That's amazing. Uh, I. I, the whole entire part with C-3PO playing God is so fucking dumb to me, but it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's just whatever, fine. The, um, the, uh, I find it funny that they switched around the lines, I love you, I know, I just, I was just like, oh, okay. Yeah. Cool, whatever, fine. I hate, I think my big, big issue with this movie. Han Solo sucks. Han Solo's the worst. Han Solo's Han fucking Solo. awful. Han Solo, like, is a total doofus. Like, he comes off, like, his, he was always not the brightest but he was always very cocky and yeah. very full of himself but he always wound up winning and it was always fun this movie he's just an idiot he's a straight up moron like he like <laughs> there's that scene where he's like he goes I'm gonna distract him huh? and he goes hey it's me and he like oh yeah the, the gif thing with him doing the it's so the he's so dumb and then like he gets his ass kicked and it's like it's just so lame also there's like just stupid comedy that will ever it's the kind of comedy that would kill the prequels too but there's like a scene where where Solo has to like get the attention of a of a, a, a biker scout. He goes up behind him and he taps him on the shoulder. And he runs away and it's the biker scout shooting him. The biker scout goes hey and runs around <laughs> <laughs> and then gets like it's all the rebels see him. And they point. Him. It's like so stupid. And then there's like this weird segment where like the Ewok just rides on a speeder bike for like no reason. It's oh, he's so, like flying by. Yeah, yeah so yeah, dumb. Yeah, yeah. And then um, what else? There's a lot of crap. There's that. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just. Could dark. you imagine if that was in like the Last Jedi with like him like tapping oh my the shoulder? People would be like freaking out. Hey. It's like such a dumb it's scene. So, yeah, it's so dumb. And then what else is like there's Han do that really? Han's just Han's just an idiot. Like yeah, Mark Hamill's obviously the only one that's actually like trying. Yeah, to Carrie Fisher looks today. bored. Oh yeah, yeah. Fucking mind. My least favorite scenes of the entire movie. One of them at least is actually the part when he's telling her that they're both brother and sister. Oh really? I hate. Oh, I, I think I like I like the music in that part. I think that's why I kind of like it. Oh, I I hate the line delivery's god awful. And then on top of that, I hate how she has like dead no reaction to the idea that because she was poked up dad. the whole time. Yeah, Same I know. Like, joke. Uh, there's, I know, but yeah, I, I know. But like, like, there's not even any sort of dialogue that even acknowledges like, oh shit, like dark. There's not even any sort of dialogue that even acknowledges like, oh, Darth Vader's my father. Like, yeah, whoa, like damn like that's pretty heavy stuff yeah. no it's just like it's just like uh yeah she just brushes it off so if, like nothing means that it's just it's it's really stupid the one hour scene's dumb and then she can't tell han because yeah there's no she reason. just can't she just can't tell like she acts like there's something secret going on but there's really not that exchange between them two is so bad when han comes out he goes you can tell luke could you tell him and then he gets all mad and she's like I I can't. It's like so like awfully poorly. I know. It's like wait, what? what who wrote this? Like why can't why can't? She and just and tell we him? haven't mentioned this is directed by Richard Marquand, who's like just the biggest hack. Like he just sort of like 
pointed the camera and was like, do do your thing. He had no vision. And the only reason Lucas hired him was because he would bring the movie in ti- on time and on budget, which is something Kirchner didn't do for Empire. Also, what bums me out, though, is that like, there were directors, like, you, the people who were going to direct this could have directed this. David Lynch could have directed Return of the Jedi, yeah. which is crazy. But then the bigger one that he almost had if he didn't leave the director's guild, um, because between, there's a whole thing, between Empire and uh, Jedi, George Lucas got a lot of shit from um, the American Film Institute saying that he should put opening credits in the movie because yeah. he didn't open, he always opened the scroll. So he, and, and, and they wouldn't count him, count his movie because of that. So what he did out of anger for that, he left the Directors Guild of America. And yeah. because he couldn't, he did that, he couldn't get his first choice, who was Steven fucking Spielberg. Spielberg was going to direct Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Like, that breaks my heart that we had David Lynch and Steven Spielberg on the shortlist to direct this, and it wound up going to some guy named Richard Marquand. Yeah. British guy. Steven guy. Spielberg, especially. That was, like, his prime. So. I always had a th- the dream that how cool it would be if Rise of Skywalker was directed by Spielberg. It would never happen. But imagine if, like... Years. I don't know. I hate Spielberg nowadays. So. I know, but I mean, it's. I can't stand watching. He's working with the. He's working with the build. But I, this is. Really I find it weird. I still watch all of his movies. To be honest, with you. I still go out and I go see his movies. I know. I know. Like, but I. Like, I, I, I more. This. More in terms of like. Um, how cool would that be? Because of his relationship with George Lucas, like, I don't know. I think it'd be neat. But, oh yeah, yeah, it would be neat for sure. I just think. No, I know. I get yeah. you. It'd probably be really sappy at the end, but. Yeah. I, they, I'm sure this won't be sappy too. So. Um, but yeah, I don't have much to say about Return of the Jedi. It's like... Probably wouldn't allow it on streaming. Probably be like, I can't do it because it's going to be on Disney+. Oh my god, yeah, that's right. No, he it's going to be on it. Disney+. Plus. I can't, I yeah. can't, I can't I can't support that, yeah. No, um, yeah, I mean, overall, I mean, Return of the Jedi is the weakest of the three, but that's nothing new. I mean, but there's things I like about it. Um, but it, and I, I do think it does wrap up the trilogy quite like nice. Like what? I'm just kidding. I just mentioned <laughs> that. I think, I, think, uh, I think it wraps up the trilogy nicely. Too, like I think ah, it's a, yeah, a good finale. Yeah. That's why I'm actually excited for Rise of Skywalker because even though I know now you're in the hate train and you want to hate it, no, um, no, it's not that. I'm just kidding, uh, um, but I do think one of the things we can both be excited for is that I like how it's going to be a conclusion to everything. Yeah, it's going to wrap up, and it's cool because the you, see, you you brought this up to me. I really liked it. You said the prequels and the original movies felt so separate, mm-hmm. and with the new movies, this final one, it sounds like they're gonna connect everything. Yes, and that's exciting because that, like, that I, is exciting. I like that. I like that idea that. They all connect. We get a closure. Yeah, for everything. Because I don't. Because I still don't think, and we'll get to this. When get, my biggest issue with these new movies is that I don't think they're necessary. Yeah. I enjoy them. I enjoy a lot of them, but I don't think they're necessary. But if they can make a movie that is the sort of ending to the Skywalker saga we never knew we wanted, mm-hmm. then that'll be really exciting. Yeah, and on top of that, I don't. Well, I don't feel like that the prequels are necessary either. But that's that's besides. Well, the sure, day, but yeah. but the prequels at least. It was set up when he said four, five, six. Um, you, there had to, there had to be a one, two, three. On top of all of that, uh, like we've talked about, how we always separate like characters like Darth Vader and Anakin because they act nothing alike and things like that. I just like how when we get Rise, the Rise of Skywalker, we're probably gonna get this like conclusion that feels like everything's kind of wrapped up in a yeah. way that it feels like everything's more connected yes. than it was before this movie. So that should be cool. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I hate Death Star 2. Like, it's dumb. That's dumb. It's I don't dumb. like Starkiller Base either, but that's yeah. besides the point. I, I think... I, they stop making Death Stars. Like, just stop. Yeah. What, what if they have one in the Rise of Skywalker? Well, there's that shot of the thing shooting the... Yeah. I'm like, what I is think that? I, I think that's just like a... I don't know, the Emperor's, like, mining for gold okay. or something. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be a plot point. Watch, he's going to... No, no, he's mining gold. for kyber crystals. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, that looks like Illum. <laughs> 
She's going to be digging. Just mining for kyber crystals. Oh my god. I would cry laughing. <laughs> he's like, he's like, uh, he says the he says the line from Rogue One where uh, where where he says arm the garrison. He goes like he goes like he goes like arm the arm the uh, what would be a word for it? Shit, arm the arm the arm the jackhammer. Sure, yeah, call the jack <laughs> the imperial jackhammer, the first order jackhammer. Arm the arm the land hammer. <laughs> they start like they have to come up with some stupid name yeah. for it, like like the fucking hammerhead ship from fucking Rogue One. It's like some give me a hammerhead Corvette. <laughs> it's like it's like dude, that's a car. <laughs> like, what okay, you, I like, want to add. Okay, so least favorite least favorite special edition, but I also want you to rank least favorite. Everybody says Jedi rocks. It's, it's not even. Yeah, that's fair. It's yeah, that's like mine too. It's like, Jedi rocks. Is the it's worst. either that or the ending, and the ending's like it's bad. No, yeah, like, no, no. Jedi yeah, rocks. Jedi, yeah, rocks. Jedi rocks is always the worst. Okay. Because Jedi rocks kills the pacing. It's a stupid scene. It's just bad in general. Yeah. It's terrible. It's yeah. Cool. One of the worst special editions ever. It's one of the worst. No, I agree. Worst, I agree. One of the worst things added. Um, and then my favorite. No, I'm just kidding. Not, not that one. Not that they go looks back and forth. That no. would be my. That would be my second least favorite, other than Jedi rocks. <laughs> Maybe yeah, that that one's really bad. It like ruins it. It's like it's like, it's like he's the making is a so decision. stupid that you can't know that they making a decision. Conflicted. Yeah, like why does he have to say no? Like that just means that you know he's going to change. So like it's it's yeah, dumb. I hate that one. Um, there's a few I like in Jedi. I'm trying to remember all of them. That's I'll tell you my favorite. What? Um, I have two favorites actually. My cheat. Least favorite Jedi rocks, obviously. My two favorites are, one is they add a beak to the Sarlacc, which I actually don't think is a bad thing. I kind of like it. I kind of like the beak they add to the Sarlacc, because it kind of makes more movement than just like a giant hole. Yeah. I'm fine with that. And then I like, um, the thing I like the most, the, the most though, is I, I, as much as I love Yub Nub, the song they sing at the end, I really like the dramatic, more dramatic song they choose for the final celebration. Isn't it just the victory song from na, Phantom na, Menace? Na, 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 na. No, it's, it's very different. Oh, I always thought it was the. You know that song though. <laughs> yeah. Fun fact about that: that is um, the Emperor theme in major key. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like it's the, it's the same song. That makes that's sense. Yeah, cool. that's actually kind of cool. That's yeah. much better than the solo thing where they have the Imperial March theme. On oh, the... I hate that part. And then, but they, but they put we'll it get to that tomorrow because we're doing. Uh... Yeah. But also, oh, not tomorrow. Yeah, we'll, we'll, tomorrow. We'll tomorrow. We might be able to do one tomorrow. Yeah. Well, um, can I ask you though? Like, because I think this is because since this these were until Force Awakens, these were the the I'm not kind of a Clone Wars movie. We can if you want. I don't I don't want to. Okay. Uh, um, since these were the originals, this was the saga that we had. Rank them as they are before Force Awakens. All six. All six. Uh, uh it's literally. I mean, I think ours is exactly the same. I think it's just, I think it's just five, four, six, three, one, two. Exactly. Yeah. Five, four, six, yeah. three, one, two. No. Sweet. No. All right. Well, that was fun, Tyler. Yeah. Well, we have very, we have very conflicting points. I can't wait till Rise of Skywalker comes out. Dude, we're, we're gonna, cause like, cause we gonna, agree, we agree on most things with Star Wars, but like, I think this is good. Like Rise of Skywalker. It's gonna be the one. <laughs> Although we might, I can see us the next episode we're doing about the spin. We're doing, we're especially if we talk about Rogue One. And because yeah. I always go back and forth with those two, and I know you're like kind of set on. The I will idea give that. you a hint. I'm not gonna. I won't say that. Thing, but I will say that I watched Solo again, and I don't like it. But I liked it a lot more, and I can understand fully why people would say Solo is better than the Rogue One. But that's all I'll say for now. Okay, that's cool. We do. We should do the Clone Wars movie. Do you want to? 
Really? <laughs> yeah. I'll watch it tonight. I swear to God, I will. I'll watch it. I'll watch it uh, tonight or tomorrow morning. It's on Disney Plus. Yeah, I'm I haven't that. watched that. I haven't, shit. Watched, I haven't watched it in like oh, ten years. God. Yeah, it's been forever. Oh god. But, uh, and then I don't remember the volume one and volume two, and I don't own them. So. Oh, those are so good. Yeah, I, know. I would have like borrowed a few. You know, I wouldn't watch. Yeah, them. but I can talk about those. I love those. Maybe we can. That'd be good. We can fill up the time because we'll be talking. We're about watching some. the Ahsoka episodes. On, on I really liked those. Those are fantastic. I I really love the. Uh, I finally got it. I told you that because like I I love the original cartoon. Yeah. The one from the two thousands, the the volume one, volume two ones. And then I hated the movie, but then I finally skipped to season two, season three of the new Clone Wars. I'm like, oh, I get it. I don't love it, but I get it. Like, I love the Darth Maul arc. I love the Ahsoka stuff. I liked, um, yeah, I liked a lot of it. I liked the whole uh, Obi-Wan disguising as a bounty hunter. That was fun. That one's great. Yeah. yeah, there were some fun ones. I enjoyed it. I've enjoyed what I've watched. Yeah. I, I Cad like, Bane's cool. I feel, like I feel like we're talking about stuff we should talk about in the spinoff one. You're right. You're right. We'll get to that later. Well, um, how, so, so we're done. We're done. Talking about the originals. Bye. I'm surprised we actually went on as long as we did. How long is it? This is just as long as the prequel one. Oh my god. Well, hold on. Before we play, I want to play this off. You stay right there. Well, if it's going to be last Christmas, um, I No, I'm not going to do that. I've decided on something better. I need you to keep talking and let people know what's going on in your life before I All right, yeah, so, um... So I've been working on a Last Jedi essay that I Ooh, thought yeah. was going to be ten pages, and I'm I'm halfway done with it. and It's fifteen pages, so it's been uh, pretty ridiculous. It might end up being a twenty to twenty five page thing. Wow. Um, but nevertheless, I am I am writing about it. Okay. And it is a film. I, I'm excited to read it. You guys sent it to me. Okay. Um, I'm gonna play. I've decided we're gonna end each of the new podcasts with because it's Christmas season. I'm gonna end it with um. Uh, obscure song from the 1980 Star Wars Christmas album called Star Wars Christmas in the Stars and this is the uh, title song known as Star Wars Christmas in the Stars as sung by Anthony Daniels It sounds like the theme to sh Shaft. Oh my god, it does. Oh my god, you're right. Here we go. Christmas in the stars, Christmas in the stars. What a merry Christmas this will be. This type of shit that needs to be on Disney Plus, dude. Yeah, in the holiday special. Yeah. Holiday special should be on Disney Plus. I agree. Even like, I, I would think you should have everything. They should have it all on there. It's like, fuck it. You know who sings on this album? What? Bon Jovi. This is Bon Jovi's first album of all time. He had the hit, there's a song on this album we'll play it in the next called What Do You Get a Wookiee for Christmas When He Already Owns a Home? I've, I've heard that one. Bon Jovi. Alright. Thanks, all right. guys. Thanks for listening. Bye, stupid sacks of fucking banter crap. Alright. Bye.